This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Thursday morning, the 4th of March. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. Yesterday, the Taoiseach spoke in the Dáil about illegal adoptions ahead of an RTE Investigates documentary. RTE Primetime Investigates is due to air programme uh, this evening, focusing on the St. Patrick's Guild uh, illegal birth registrations. The Taoiseach, Michal Martin. Now, what might seem odd here is that a State Commission of Investigation into Mother and Baby Homes reported in January that there is no evidence to suggest that forced adoptions or illegal adoptions took place in this country. But yesterday, Michal Martin said forced adoptions took place and that it was illegal. Which is shocking um, in in terms of uh, the the illegality of, 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 of what took place. Um, and particularly for those affected, uh, the trauma, uh, the anguish, the hurt um, that um, people uh, are now experiencing um, as a result of this unacceptable practice. Because what happened um, was wrong, um, plain um, and simple, um, and completely unacceptable. Uh, and an enormous trauma has been placed on people uh, as a result of this illegality. That's uh, the Taoiseach, Michal Martin, speaking in the Dáil yesterday afternoon in advance of uh, the broadcast of uh, that RTE Investigates Ireland's Illegal Adoptions Programme. Now, let's uh, talk uh, to Susan Lohan, who's uh, the co-founder of uh, the Adoption Rights Alliance. And a uh, very good morning to you, Susan, and thanks for joining us. So I, I don't think anybody was in doubt watching the programme last evening uh, that there were forced and illegal adoptions yeah. that took place in this country. And, uh, I mean, that cleared it up for anybody if there was any doubt. I imagine before the programme aired, most people would have known that to be the case. Uh, and uh, it's probably little wonder that the Taoiseach recognised that in the doll yesterday. Uh, and as much as we may have known before we watched the television last night and how people's identities were stolen from them and all of the hardship and heartache that people went through over so many years, that the Taoiseach found this to be shocking. Yeah. But you tweeted last night that that was hypocrisy. Maybe you'd begin by explaining why. Absolutely. Um, Michal Martin was Minister for Health back in 2000 and um, uh, Mary Hannison was his uh, was his uh, Minister of State at the Department of Health. She was Minister for State for Children. 
and it was on his watch that Mary Hannifin produced a bill. Thankfully, it never saw the light of day. But that bill actually proposed that uh, he would, or that uh, there would be legislation introduced to imprison adopted people for the crime of contacting their natural parents without their express prior permission. Now, from that moment on, that's what, that was one of the, the triggers for me that turned me to campaigning. And uh, myself and Claire McGetrick at Adoption Rights Alliance, we have briefed every single Minister for Children. We also briefed the Fianna Fáil Party on these matters back in 2014 when the film Philomena came out and when Catherine Corliss's research about the graves and tomb uh, also when that became widespread knowledge. So, to, you know, for him to now express his shock is just the height of hypocrisy because he wasn't just some random minister, um, you know, on the sidelines, not concerned with these matters. He was minister for health. And that's where all of these matters were reported prior to the creation of the discreet ministry for children. So I just find it uh, astonishing that, uh, you know, he's, he's coming out and, and more weasel words from him. If you noticed in that clip, he referred to illegal registrations. And that is an attempt to get out of jail free by this government and all of their predecessors. These are illegal adoptions. We had a legal process from 1952, and therefore anybody that did not adhere to that legal process was engaged in a, an illegal adoption. Prior to 1952, we had informal adoptions. But they also did not allow for people to willy-nilly register children as if born to them. And, you know, their continuation of the, the use of this phrase, illegal registrations, Roderick O'Gorman likewise, it is a trivialization of the trauma. You know, he's, he's well able to use adjectives like pronouns, mm. trauma, anguish, hurt that people are experiencing now. Of course, the reason they are experiencing those feelings now is because the state agency, PUSLA, and the Adoption uh, Authority mm. are denying people access to their personal information. Mm. Now, the dogs on the street could have extrapolated from last October that when the Data Protection Commissioner, Helen Dixon, when she said that it was um, it was it was um, it was illegal for the any state body to deny people access to the personal information, which of course was the the, the prospect facing individuals whose information was wrapped up in the digital archive belonging to the commission on investigation. So you know you could extrapolate from that then that any state body who attempts to thwart people's access to their personal information is operating illegally. And it is, it is precisely these actions which are creating the hurt and anguish today. And I think the big question that needs to be asked following last night's excellent programme was um, Kuzla had been sitting on this information from 2016 Hmm. when they took ownership of the St. Patrick's Guild files. Yet, they waited until almost literally the week before that the GDPR regulations came in to make the announcement. 
Now, that happened on Catherine DePone's watch. So, I, you know, we've always believed at Adoption Rights Alliance that this was a cynical attempt to, you know, they'd make the announcement, but then they would use GDPR as cover not to give people access to their information. And as, you know... Yeah, just to explain what GDPR is, uh, right. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a, global, a phrase that's it's often used. Yeah. data protection mm. regulation, mm. which was brought in by the EU in mm. uh, May 2018. And it's being, it, it's really, uh, some people see it as, as being uh, a very negative regulation, but in fact, it actually builds on people's rights to access their own information. Mm. Now, most of us might feel plagued by it because any time we sign up for anything, now uh, we have to, so if you're getting emails from your local supermarket, you know, yeah. uh, you have to be offered the ability to unsubscribe from those lists. You have mm. to give permission for any, any given company to process your data. Mm. Um, and there's the right to be forgotten and all of that. So if you email me at LMFM or phone me and leave your yep. number, I can't pass on your email address or your phone number without not just uh, your consent, but uh, your permission. And I have That's to have it. proof of that permission. That now. Is, so, exactly. so the government is saying that uh, you can't uh, trace your birth parents because of GDPR, but that's a yeah. big challenge. Uh, and that's not the spirit of uh, European legislation. It, it certainly isn't. And, you know, I'm... I, one of my colleagues, um, Maeve O'Rourke, uh, you know, who's a barrister, she has been arguing for years now alongside us that GDPR actually strengthens people's rights to access their own uh, records rather than, you know, weakens their rights. And it was quite, it, it was very, very uh, worrying uh, when uh, I asked for Tusla to come in and speak to a group of survivors at the Department of Children and Equality, then under uh, Catherine Zappone, to explain their repugnant policies that they have in, they ha- still have in place. And we had the manager of the National Adoption Services Unit stand up in front of 20 survivors and say, well, we have to carry out a risk assessment, a harm assessment, that it would cause if we were to give you people your personal information. Do you think you people are, are the problem? We uh, are, it, it, clearly we're the problem. You're, you're yeah. the problem in the eyes of some. Yes. I, I suppose yes. the initial problem is how the state behaved. Uh, but you're the thorn in the side of the state. And you're a thorn that is very sharp and won't go away and isn't willing to go away. And uh, this is something that you've been campaigning on since 2001. You're not just yes. a campaigner, it's very personal to you. And uh, I'm sure you remember vividly that uh, when you went back to St. Patrick's Skilled, mm-hmm. Yourself in 2001, you were told that because you wanted your personal information, you wanted to know who your father was. Yes. You were a destroyer of lives. That's it, exactly. And and I just, listening to all those fantastic testimonies last night, um, I was legally adopted, you know, um, it seems. But, you know, the treatment of adopted people by these agencies who were supposedly registered, monitored and inspected by the Adoption Board, now the Adoption Authority. It's it's universally uh, scornful, contemptuous, threatening. Um, And I'm I'm delighted to say that, you know, I've been given the opportunity to participate in the upcoming Abbey Theatre event, Home Part One, on St. Patrick's Day. 
and I will speak to uh, what that dreadful director of the St. Patrick's Guild said to me in 2001. But she has, uh, you know, there's a clearly emerging pattern of how she spoke to people because listening to some of the participants last night, you know, she spoke to them in exactly the same way. Okay, Uh, there is legislation um, that has been talked about for a a long time. It's on the way. Uh, If you don't mind, uh, Susan, uh, we'll hear a a little bit more from Michal Martin and what uh, the Taoiseach said yesterday about this legislation, and then I'll ask you to react to that. I would ask you perhaps to await for the government legislation to be published and that all parties in the House, in a spirit of cooperation, could work on that legislation, uh, which which is being formulated to essentially give that access um, in terms of access to, to, to birth information and to, to the birth certificate uh, and, and, and very basic information in, in terms of identity that every individual and every human being, in my view, is entitled to. The last oil attempted to do this. The last oil last was not in the position to achieve consensus on this when the, when the, when the previous Minister for Children brought forward legislation. Susan, I'm sure you won't argue with very much of what the Taoiseach said there, but how do those words sit with you? Uh, Very, very badly. Uh, You know, the spirit of cooperation. Where was that spirit of cooperation when, you know, his junior minister, Mary Hannafin, wanted to imprison us? Uh, When uh, Brian Lenehan, who I have to say, to be fair to the late Brian Lenehan, he did try to improve things but was, was shot down and couldn't actually introduce legislation when, when Barry Andrews laughed us out of his office and ad nauseum every minister for children thereafter. So it's, we've told them we couldn't be clearer. It's almost like we're speaking a different language. We not only want, we need, we are entitled to unfettered access to our personal information To deny us that is to further deny us our human rights. It means that Ireland is in breach in any number of international covenants to which they are signed up for. It means that we are in breach of EU law. And um, it seems that, you know, what Michal Martin has been part of is a system to kick the can down the road. So as you said, Michael, I started this in 2001. Here I am 20 years later and That has worked to the government's benefit. There are fewer of us around. I mean, it's not just the the mothers and the parents who are dying now. It is now the actual adopted people themselves. So there will be fewer of us left to attest to the gross human rights abuses that we endured. And that means the government, it'll spare the government's blushes. But of course, what they're really worried about is that it will spare the public purse. but they should be absolutely going after the various churches who were involved in this, Catholic and Protestant, the religious orders of various nuns, like the Religious Sisters of Charity, which, you know, everybody must realise the Religious Sisters of Charity are still enmeshed in the provision of public health services in this country. As we sit here now, they're probably in receipt of thousands of euro from the public purse. And yet, on Monday, in advance of um, a pro, uh, an interview that myself and a friend did on illegal adoptions on Monday on RTE, in advance of the RTE Investigates programme, 
they've suddenly discovered their conscience and they're saying that they believe now is the time to carry out an investigation of adoption practices in Ireland. Well, when Adoption Rights Alliance were screaming from the rooftops for that from, you know, 2005 onwards, but particularly in 2014 when the Commission of Investigation was being considered, they were utterly silent. And it is now only because they have put their finances beyond the reach of the state, beyond the reach of victims, that now they can discover their conscience. So they are the religious sisters of charity. With uh, Anybody familiar with Dublin geography will be aware of the massive Caritas uh, um, campus on the Merrion Road, some of the biggest, you know, most valuable real estate in, in Ireland, never mind Dublin. And then, of course, uh, they also own the uh, St. Vincent's Hospital, mm. which the government wanted uh, and wanted to give them ownership of the National Maternity Hospital. Mm-hmm. So we have learned nothing. Well, sorry, not the people have clearly learned a lot, but are rather uh, blinkered, inept, uh, cynical politicians have learned nothing. Can, can, I, can I ask you, um, yeah. just to conclude, Susan, uh, if you don't mind, uh, about what you've learned about your own identity. It was 2001 when mm. you went to the director of St. Patrick's Guild and the nun told you that you were a destroyer of lives yeah. because you wanted to find out who your father was. It was 16 years before you confirmed that he had passed away. Yes. Uh, what about the rest of your family? Well, the... Um I probably learned a little bit earlier that he'd, he'd actually passed away, but um, it took me 14 years to establish that he had children indeed. Uh, they didn't live in Ireland, and that a further four years to actually identify who they were. So I am now in the incredibly happy position that I have identified, made contact with, and have established relationships with my sisters, my nieces and nephews, my cousins. And the joy that we all experience from that is, it it just, (laughs) it gives me joy every single day. And to think that I was denied that most basic of human experiences for so long is absolutely appalling. And, And I hope that that point really resonates with all of last night's viewers because it is the pain of not, you know, at least I got to meet my mother. But, you know, some of the people last night never got to meet their mother. They might never get to meet their siblings because, as, as Mike Malott, author of Banish Babies, said, you know, the government policy is deny till they die. And certainly those of us involved in campaigning, we shall not rest until we have the same rights as every other Irish citizen. And, you know, we have been so wronged by the Irish state that, you know, any mature government will be falling over themselves to make amends, to atone for everything they've done to, to us and our mothers. And they, have, they are now engaged in what, you know, the world would regard as victim-shaming. It's our fault 
how dare we come back and inconvenience them. Well, that's what I was saying about you being the torn in the side. Uh, you yeah. could have said, uh, is that too much to ask for? Uh, <laughs> I think everybody listening, or most people listening uh, who aren't in your position would say, of course it's not. It's very simple. But I, I think you've demonstrated to us how important it is. It's anything but simple. Uh, I mean, the way you've expressed the joy that you've experienced by living uh, and meeting your siblings. Uh, and, and that's what it's all about. It's not about some argument in the news uh, or, or something like that. This is, is very fundamental to each of us as human beings, that we know who we are, where we've come from, and that uh, we uh, can make contact uh, with uh, the people who are uh, so close to us, uh, but yeah. so far away in your case. Yeah. But Michael, it's, it's actually, it's down to individuals like yourself, your listeners, Um, you know, who who keep this topic alive, because once again, the Irish public have demonstrated, as they did, say, for example, on marriage equality, how far ahead they are of our legislators. These are people that we, we have voted in and pay for to make innovative decisions in Leinster House to improve everybody's lives. They seem to have completely lost sight of that. They are hunkered in there, living in their glass bubble, with not, not a notion or a care about how the rest of us are actually getting on. And, uh, I, you know, it, it remains to be seen whether Roderick O'Gorman in this, in this government will actually introduce legislation that is fit for purpose. But he's turning his cheek to any criticism of Tusla and I, and I hope people realize that they are the major agents of you know hurt and trauma that people are experiencing today and he could change that with a you know a snap of his fingers and he has chosen not to and i am tired asking him to produce the policies which Tusla are currently operating to and whether there was any adjustment to their policies after um, Helen Dixon's the Data Protection Commissioner's adjudication last year on people's access to their personal information. Mm. And he gives, you know, another weasel word explanation and he says, oh, my department is continuing to... um, to communicate with Tusla on this, as if Tusla were in a different country. He is their line manager. They report exclusively to the Department of Children and Equality, and he is doing nothing about them. Okay, Susan, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much indeed for joining us as always. Thanks a lot, Michael. That's Susan Lohan, co-founder of the Adoption Rights Alliance. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 